0: Podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy sassel Hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> uh,
1: hey, what is up? Hello. <laughs> uh yeah. I was thrown by that because I was trying to remember what that is from. Fetty Wap. Thank you so much. Of trap course, queen. Fetty Wap. <laughs> Trap Queen. <laughs> Here we are, two <laughs> trap queens. Um, yes, thank you so much. Uh yeah, hi, how are you? Hello said, Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you I'm just, I'm just really polite.
0: <laughs> I always wonder, like, whenever before we start, like, how is this going to go? Like, the intro, because we never, like, plan... We never
1: plan it. ...how and, we say
0: hi. Yeah, every now and then
1: I'm like, maybe we should plan that a bit more. But we always seem to do something.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. we struggle
1: through. Yeah, because we have the whole, you know, we're going to start with our livings and longings, as it were. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed the format, listeners, <laughs> but that's the way it goes. It's water tight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um before that we always have a little just like hello but yeah yes you know, sometimes... the, the
0: prologue to the play
1: <laughs> exactly you gotta tread the boards one way or another you do so yes um yeah how are you how has your week been busy yes you have been busy
0: yeah a busy have bee. been a busy bee so i went to london on sunday and then went for a nice dinner with my friend and then well done for putting that tea down so oh, carefully thank you so much for letting everyone know <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so I went to Dishoom oh, in yeah, lovely. London, which was nice. And then on Monday... Oh, so I, I worked from the London office Monday yeah. to... Wednesday. Um, and then what did I do? So on, oh yeah, so on the Monday I went out in Soho, went to Freedom, obviously, and just oh had gosh. a nice time and had like 1,000 Negronis on a Monday. Who do I Jesus think I am? Jesus Christ. I know. Such a cosmopolitan, hon. I know. Goes to London once, yeah. am I right?
1: <laughs> you are.
0: <laughs> Little girl in the big city. <laughs> um, Get me those exotic cocktails I know. now. It is good though because where the office is is like just on Oxford Street. So you're just oh, okay. basically like, There. On top of the world, looking down on creation. Wow. And creation being the big top shop. (laughs) Fuck top shop. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, and on the Tuesday, as I mentioned last week, I went to see Bikini Kill. (laughs) Woo! And um, yeah, but it was real sad because my friend that I was meant to be going with was... Ill. I know that's so sad because it was the whole like your whole teenage life
1: was you know Bikini Kill and the whole point was you're gonna go together and that yeah so sad like we
0: waited like fifteen years no. to hear Rebel Girl perform live by Kathleen mm. and yes yeah, she sad. like rung me like oh my god you're not gonna even and I was like oh my god no, no. and I, I was like looking forward to it loads so then I had to like ring round people <laughs> to be like do you want to come to this like random 90s punk band (laughs) with me on a Tuesday (laughs) and then my friend um, Leah who I mentioned on the podcast last week who did the Love Island article um, I called her and explained the situation and she basically said I absolutely categorically 100% do not want to come with you Um, because she'd been at Doc Fest, like she'd been chairing oh, okay. some panels for DocFest yep. and had been like out all weekend. But she said like, I absolutely, absolutely categorically, 100% don't want to come with you, but I absolutely will because I feel like you just need something to go right.
1: Oh, <laughs> that like, is really nice I know and, and I was like that is I love a good friend it
0: is it is it nice is. one nice showing up I know and then I saw her and like did loads of like you know that cat that has the heart coming out of its eyes on the emojis yeah that was me about her that night because it was really nice Aww. and she had like a massive suitcase and a thousand things and like definitely like well she like literally just, just, wanted... just come back well she she had gotten the was train how she, she travelled? she got on the train that morning <laughs> like off the back of an after party oh, and was like absolutely hanging had to go into work right. and work the afternoon and was just about to go home and like have some food in her pajamas, and I was like, "Layer." And then she came with me to Brixton.
1: Ah, well, that's I know, good, such a hunt. But yeah. it was it was really How good. Was it? Yeah, was it really good? Yeah, did fulfil your, your expectations? Yeah,
0: definitely. And she did. um I like to talk about it as if it's just Kathleen, which yeah, is yeah, I thought that was funny because like, you
1: did that on the group message, and I was like, Olivia,
0: they're a I, band. They are a band, but like, she is my idol.
1: Yeah, no, that that is fine. Yeah, but you know, always recognise every member.
0: I know. Of a I unit. I'd, I'm going I I have just tried to recognize it then by <laughs> calling myself out but also she is my idol and that's why. Yeah, that's um, fine. She's yeah. God she's your motherfucking idol. Exactly. <laughs> and she was we- <laughs> um, yeah, T- tweet as if you know what that means. You know what you mean, you can get a prize. Um yes. And she was wearing this absolutely amazing dress so like basically she has two main types of dresses that she always okay, wears. Yeah. One of them is a shift okay. that she always yeah, wears like a Don't sort of 60s style mm, shift mm. or she wears like um, a 60s baby doll oh, Okay, and yep. she never wears any Anything other ones other. Okay, okay. no so for the main bit of the show she had this baby doll dress and I can't remember who she said designed it but anyway this person designed it she was talking about it and it was like made out of this sort of foil material that, like, when you scrunch it, it holds its position. Oh. So she was, like, scrunching it all these places and it just sort of, like, stayed like that, like a cool robot dress. Yeah. And it was really, really cool. And then for, like, the last bit, she changed into, like, her classic shift. Nice. And she did loads of the, like, Kathleen Hannah dancing, which... I like spent all of my formative years emulating on Nights Out because I just like wanted to be her her. and I had my hair like her for the prom because I wanted to have my hair just like how she had it. It's
1: lovely to have like an idol and to see them
0: and then be like a good
1: person and stuff and and hold up as as a proper idol that it's good to have as as an idol.
0: Yeah, she was talking about so many like bits as you can imagine and she was also talking a lot about like what we've spoken about, a lot about, um, you know, like call-out culture and um, hypocrisy and, like, the woke Olympics and stuff. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting. Like, she definitely said it in a more eloquent way than I'm probably going to describe it, but you, I guess you'll sort of know what I'm talking about, that, like, this notion that, you know, pre-in, that, that pre-internet, it was a space where people could make those mistakes and like try and be better and you know spend their life learning if that's what they were open to doing and you know all of those things and what you might say in you know 1992 might not be what you're saying in 1995 and like all those things but she's like now because of the internet even if you're not a celebrity you're always branding yourself and we've been conditioned to brand ourselves whether it's like through our own instagram or you know like like we have social media for jobs and careers which is like really weird if you think about it because you're just like yeah you're branding yourself just as a normal person and it doesn't allow for like any nuance or growth particularly because you'll always be held to account by all those things that have happened in the past and I do definitely see the merit in like accountability culture but also at the same time I was thinking yeah you're right like I think it is difficult for people to exist in this space where you know the the landscape is changing really rapidly and people are trying to keep up and people want to make the effort and want to be doing those things but also know that they will probably be um shot down you know for for a lot of those sort of times where yeah. they're trying to work things I think,
1: out I think um as we sort of said before it's all about finding the balance and I don't think we've quite found it yet no yeah so I think that's I don't uh, yeah, know
0: what yeah. like the fu- I don't know what the future of that will be but no. um yeah I it's weird because yeah I sort of I definitely sit on both sides of the yeah. fence yeah yeah
1: exactly yeah it is, a, it is a balance
0: I've been thinking a lot about it recently that like this might sound really stupid but I've just realised that sometimes there just isn't an answer for things. Yeah,
1: no. And that that's really difficult because and that's we find that hard to grasp because we think there should be an answer for everything. Yeah. Especially like this day and age and with all this knowledge and all this technology and stuff, how can we, you know, not have an answer for everything?
0: Or yeah. how can we not know everything about each other, but we just don't? Or that, the, you know, not even that there is no answer, but maybe it's just that, um, you know, the answer isn't ready yet like we will get it but more time needs to pass and more mm. things need to happen first a slow cooking yes exactly
1: yeah, um, it's a nicer hot pot yeah
0: i spent a large proportion of the day actually looking up recipes for slow cooked beef shin papadelle. oh did you yeah tell me more tell me more well i think i've settled on a nigella
1: okay yeah 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 i think i think i've had that one and it's in my time yeah and it
0: like it doesn't have any tomatoes no yes and it's that's a good one. it's just dark beer yeah and beef basically and like onions text me when you're making it well yeah i thought maybe we could have a party okay well let's do that party in richard's house yeah yeah. Okay. Great. So that's what I did, and then um, before that, on the Saturday, I went to Chester and I got those new prints that you had yes! comment- commented on. Olivia's got some gorgeous new um, like
1: retro poster prints uh, up in her living room, and they're of San Francisco, Toronto, and New York. New York. It's and a, they are it's a really triptych. Nice.
0: It's a triptych. They are because <laughs> it fulfilled
1: the triptych dream.
0: <laughs> it's funny though because I was like, you know how you always like we always take the piss out of out of New York like skyline pictures in apartments mm. and that's essentially what i've got but it's in a way that's fine, nice no, it's you. <laughs> Do yeah because <what> <laughs> i was like i was like is this fine but i really like it and I, I really like it. it's gorgeous i've been thank you and i've been trying to like for ages be like i'm not going to get anything mm. for this space just you know like off the internet because i don't want to like force it retroact yeah like like make it be a thing yeah but then um we were just like shopping in chester and i just yeah. saw them and i was like oh you know and that's they so weren't nice. they weren't like eight grand so yeah. i was like oh yeah, yeah i'll get those and no, they, they're like, a good
1: choice them. and they, they really suit the room so nicely done Very also good.
0: inspired by um tales of the city because i've been absolutely binge watching that and just oh want to live gosh. in san francisco immediately yeah. well, but anyway we'll, yeah. get, on well, we'll get on to that right um, how about you what have you done <laughs> what have i done <laughs> um what have i done what have you done today to make you feel proud <laughs>
1: I went to Sheffield the weekend saw some of our friends went to a wild not wild house party which was just like about 15 people but everyone was um having lots of drinks and uh doing lots of dancing I think and it, it ended I remember it ending when I was I was I was in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I was um I could hear in one room in the living room a bunch of people dancing and singing along to ABBA and simultaneously in the other room in the kitchen I could hear about seven lads absolutely booming Seven Nation Army <laughs> and okay. I was like
0: and two different like, parties mm,
1: yeah yeah two very different parties and I left that bathroom and I went straight to my friend who was, whose house was staying out and I was like we need to leave now were you feeling
0: pressure to party <laughs>
1: Nice callback, Olivia. I know. Yes, I was feeling... No, I mean, I wasn't at all. I'd already partied yeah. a lot. Um, I did have a very good moment at that party where I, I told uh, told off a straight man, because which I'm very proud of, because he... Maybe
0: we should make that a recurring segment on the podcast. What? Telling off straight man? Yes. Yeah. And just well, try and like yeah. make that a, a goal each Yeah, week.
1: Absol- yeah, that's my goal. <laughs> Forever more. Um, essentially, I went and sat down to the Nexus guy, who I'd met like, once before. He was super nice. And um, he said to me, so I'd come with... Uh, Do I know him? No, okay. I, I went with, um, a friend, uh, who's also gay, gay woman. Yeah. And, um, I like sat down to this guy and he was like, oh, so, uh, is, uh, Sophie over there your girlfriend then? And I was like, um, no. And I was like, and he was like, "Oh, he was like, I just thought because like you, you, you came, were in the same you, room, you yeah." And I was like, "Um, just so you know, uh, two lesbians can like come to a party and not be going out with each other." <laughs> I was like, "Just so you know, for future reference, hon, that's like the way it is. It can, it can, they can exist without going out with each other." Oh no! And he was like, "Oh, um, sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." Oh. And I was like, "Mate, it is fine." But, <laughs> but I was really like reveling in it, and, he, and they're like laughing loads. And he was like, "Oh no!" Oh. And I was like, "It's fine because like you said it to the right person, but like just so you know, don't think that." Always and forever. If there are gay people around that they have to be shagging. So, yeah. It was a good, good time. Um, so, I've done that. And apart from that, I haven't really done much. Just been uh, plodding on, being really, really bored of the wet and rainy uh, weather. is
0: such a drag? It's so boring. Yeah. And, like, I'm just over it loads. Because I thought I would escape it in London. Because usually when yeah. I go and work from there, it's, like, quite... It, because it, is, it takes a lot for it to properly rain in yeah, London. Yeah. Like you might get a little bit of spittle <laughs> and that's about as far as it goes. And you can still like wear a nice jacket and it like doesn't ruin your outfit. Yeah. You don't need to be wearing like a regatta yeah, exactly. on top of your <laughs> like work outfit. But yeah, I had to wear like a full on like waterproof and it was disgusting yeah, yeah and like i usually like to go for a nice like walk around soho when it's yeah. um like my lunch time right and i just didn't want to do no, any of that so it was really gross yeah the tog
1: 24 has been out all week and i'm not about that well no i mean i, I like wearing my practical clo- coats but i just more than anything I just, I just i'm like hankering for some nice sun sitting out and like no, no, having some picnics or something yes. yeah yeah because i think we should have a picnic so but we can't do that yet Um, But yeah, no, so just been plod plod along. So what are you living and longing for this week? So I am absolutely living for the Women's World Cup.
0: Oh yes.
1: Obviously, as you uh, you might know, I'm a football fan. Yes. (laughs) And what's better- (laughs) The
0: news had spread.
1: (laughs) What's better than being a football fan and also
0: having women's football oh yeah nothing is better than that
1: nothing um, so uh, obviously it kicked off last week and I've just been watching loads of it I love that the BBC is showing all of it yeah and you can basically a lot of it's on like actual linears I know you call it linear yes. TV yes, but apart from that you can also watch like all the games on Play when they're live yep. um, and I've just been watching loads of it it's loads of fun loads of like great like high energy games which is like my favourite kind of a football obviously definitely um, you don't
0: want a lacklustre match no
1: god no um, England Doing well so far. Yep. They won their first game. Um, they they dropped off a bit in the second half, but I think they're going to pick it back up because I think Phil Neville's not having any of it. So um, they are playing again tomorrow, Argentina. But it's when we are out for our uh, celebratory dinner. Yeah, but
0: we can we can <laughs> we can always watch it when we come back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be looking at what the score is on my phone and I'll be letting you know. Like like we're on a true. You're going to be date that date. <laughs> yeah,
0: <I> am.
1: <laughs> but it's fine we're not actually dating, so I can do what I one. <laughs> Wait, have I got? Wait, we. Really? <laughs> wait. Okay, we need to have a conversation. We'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back in the room. Um, yeah, so I'm absolutely living for that. And I am, and I can't wait to see the rest of it and see what happens. And hopefully England will come out on top or near the top because we are great. Um, and what about your longing? I am longing for... So at the end of this week when this pod comes out, um, on Saturday the 22nd, it's Salford Pride. And it's the Big Pink Picnic, I think they call it. And that's happening on Peel Park uh, on Saturday the 22nd. And I think it'll be a nice time. So hopefully I'll definitely drop by and see what's going on at Sulfur Pride. Completely free. Get on down there if you are in the area. It should be a nice time. So I'm longing for that. God. What about you? Living and longing for?
0: Well, I am living for our celebration date tomorrow. Well, yes, it was uh, teased just a few minutes yeah. ago. So we decided that we've never actually, apart from when our friend bought us that bottle of champagne, which was great, yeah. um, we haven't done any like poddy celebrations yeah. of our achievements since we have started it. And I suppose because we had that break, we sort of feel like that's like a season's worth yeah, of, of a pod. A sense, yeah. I think there's like, what, like 16 episodes there was in, that, like that, yeah. in that season. So... Yeah, we uh, were like, we should celebrate and then we got certain. So we've got certain marks, didn't we, with um, audience with audience yes. figures, and then we were like, oh no, we'll do it on the next thousand yeah. or the next yeah. whatever, and then we um, we just kept putting it off, and we we're like, no, we need to celebrate the good times. We deserve this. Yeah. So we're going to go to Hawksmore, aren't we? <laughs> we are. We're a gonna, stunning date. And we're going to have steaks and wine. <laughs> we are. And we're going to just talk about the podcast the whole time. Talk about the
1: podcast the whole time, apart from when I'm checking the football school Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we've got a few things that we need to be doing some forward planning on. and We some do. So we've got on. some
1: stuff to talk about.
0: Yeah. Yes, over dinner. Over
1: dinner. Our celebration dinner. Yes, over a
0: full body dread. Um yeah, so that'll be that'll be really nice. So I'm really looking forward to that and um, me living too. for that. And then what am I longing for? What did I write in my notes? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, um yeah. oh yeah, how could I forget? I um well, it's tricky because I I wrote in my notes that I was longing to finish the end of Tales of the City. Ah. But have you done that now? No. Okay. I'm actually. I I think it's more that I'm longing to just be always watching it. Ah, I don't want it to ever you don't end. Want it to end. Yeah. Like I love this show. Okay.
1: I love it. Okay. I
0: love it. <laughs> she loves it. I'd be really interested to. I haven't looked at any reviews because it's just too horrible. In case other people don't love it, but um, <laughs> I would be interested to know what are. Huns think of it. Our peers. And if they agree with it. Yeah. Or if they don't agree with it. And I just oh, So you've watched the first so episode. So I have
1: only watched the first episode. So basically, essentially, since like we did this last the last pod, I feel like there's been so much like queer like yeah. great culture and media to consume. Yeah, because I'm only on
0: episode one of Killing Eve. Yeah, part well, two. I've watched
1: like three of those. Oh okay. Yeah. But I but I'm like, oh god, there's so much I need to watch this, I need to watch this,
0: and yeah. And it's like there's so many things. But I was and like, like I was I've like, also like, been a bit busy and I'm like, ah, is, I can't this, get it all in. is this how straight people feel? <laughs> This is a serious question. Is this how they feel? You know, because like to feel... Catered for, and that, yes, but you I don't, know, but I don't think they have, they ever have to feel the urgency
1: of needing to watch it all and consume it because it's always been there, so they've never had yes. to, like, have that. There isn't that desperation, there isn't that, to like, oh my god, look at it, like, I want it, oh my god, I'm gonna gobble it up. Like, we are, yeah, yeah. so
0: yeah, but I have have watched. So I was thinking I couldn't cope,
1: yeah, no, yeah, no, same. I was like, I cannot watch all of this
0: before we record, yeah, but
1: then I realized that it's fine because we can talk about the things that are still gonna exist next week and the week after, and I want to talk, talk about, about it them.
0: for ages, but I, I, yeah. did, I did want us to have watched at least some of. Of it because i feel like yeah, well, a lot I, of people I, will i said to you i will
1: definitely at least watch some of it before uh, yeah. tales of, tales is it from the city or of the city i keep getting it wrong
0: tales of the city of the city, yeah yeah
1: but basically yeah so i watched the first episode and um yeah i mean I, enjoying it so far i i found it a bit not this is not negative yes. but it's very it's very um like sort of twee
0: yes yes no it is twee yeah. but i want to talk about this yeah i want to talk about this because right it is so twee. Yeah. It is so twee. And it's really like, it's really gentle. Super quaint. Yeah, it's really gentle. It's really quaint. It's really heartwarming. Yeah. But like, I feel like that is a, that is an antidote to a lot of the TV that's out at Definitely, the moment. Definitely, yeah. There's no harsh. And I think like, just because something's queer doesn't mean that it needs to be like full of a thousand edges like actually it can be it can be cute and wholesome it can be those things but also it does get a little bit edgier as it goes on it does um but what I love is like the real sentimentality of it I love that yeah and I love how like so it's set in the present day but obviously it's based on the collection of books that were that were written in like the 70s 80s yeah so it's it was like managed to be in the present day but also so nostalgic yeah oh oh, it's so
1: nostalgic yeah i felt i, I felt just from that first episode it was sl- it's almost slightly like uh, like forgive me if this is like a, the like the not a good way to describe it almost like fairy tale like and like you've got this like house up on a hill that's yes. all lit up like a palace and yes. they all live there and it's like this one like Communities focused around this one big sort of palatial house which is quite sort of fairy tale yeah, like but you get to
0: know how and, that came and, and, to be as right, it goes yeah. on yeah
1: so and i just felt yeah it's very and it's very, it's, it's very warm yes yeah so, yes yeah, the whole like, thing is a sepia like, is
0: a sepia dream yes exactly
1: and it's so, so much fair so many fairy lights which you know i love yes <laughs> and like very sort of uh, a gilmore girl's edge yes which, it is it's queer gilmore girls oh my god Gil- gilmore girls yeah
0: girls. <laughs> all all i want Is for just us all to live in Barbary Lane. Absolutely. Well, we've always said we need our commune and it's essentially Barbary Lane. And it'd be so nice because they're all individual apartments, which I really like. You've got your own space. Your girl needs her privacy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you know. Girl needs her own room. Yeah. A thousand dollar sheets. Yes. As I said on the other podcast, I like it because you know what my needs are. Yes. Well. That's why we're going on a date tomorrow. That's why we are
1: going out with each other. (laughs) So. Yeah. This is uh yeah no that it's like the most lovely like separate spaces but also an absolute communal space as well at the yeah, same time it's... which is just the perfect way to live and the way that i would always like to live so yeah no
0: love it and i love on the first it's got a great soundtrack you yes, can um does. listen to the soundtrack on netflix there's actually a, not on netflix on um spotify there are a couple of um different like yeah, playlists yeah. for it lots of good soundtracks going on at the moment and one of the first songs that they have is one of my favourite songs ever which I always put on Instagram stories and I put it on Instagram stories today which is Bad Ones the Matthew Deer and Tegan and Sarah song you do love that I love yeah, that song it's good yeah. so I just love like really soft electro music <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm into yeah, that's what she's um, she is yeah and I really like the lyrics in that song it's really good but anyway um, absolutely just love I'm on episode 8 how many are there? I think 10 okay um but also i was thinking of like you know how like when we're discussing tv things and, and we always like to say like a, th- a thing that we like like a sort of pastiche or a device or yes. something that we like um and i've discovered another one oh pray tell so can i just tell you about this because it, it happens a bit further on but um it doesn't say anything about the plot yeah, it's, it's fine. it I don't it's mind. just a thing that happens i'm not my sister Oh right, okay. Um, so basically, Laura Linney's character yeah. is like real cringe and trying to, like, reingratiate herself back into this scene yeah. that she left, you know, yeah. many years ago. Which obviously you know from having watched the first episode, and her character is so annoying, and it, she doesn't get any less annoying to be honest, which I kind of like, but um, <laughs> she does. So there's there's the bar, body politic. <laughs> which is fantastic. fantastic which is basically like partisan collective
1: yeah, yeah. can it i is. just say actually the only negative i had about those so twins far, well the fucking the twins. twins? i hated yeah i hated the whole way it was written of like them trying to become like youtube no. influences stars i hated this that is so, so weird much.
0: right lucy this is so I weird this is so <laughs> weird <laughs> because that was my one thing that i was gonna yeah. that i was gonna say, say to you but i couldn't remember whether that happened in the second episode no, straight away i was like oh yeah the only the only thing that feels really like it feels like forced and like retroactively like fitted into the plot to be like we need to be saying something about Instagram yeah exactly off of like present day reasons yeah um yeah I don't they just don't need to be in it at all okay, basically um and they're not in it loads but I, I think i think that's like the only bit that i'm just like oh yeah that 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 was in a bit that i was like that too yeah, yeah and i was like oh. yeah, yeah they're cringe and when i first watched it and it was like them discussing that i was like oh please don't make this like a whole thing because that sort of lets it down a Absolutely. bit but um anyway okay yes so there's this so. bit in um body politic where <laughs> laura linney goes and then and then she watches. Um, she watches this performer do. I think like a burlesque act or mm-hmm, something. Yeah. And there was, she was like doing some some stripping. And then she was like, oh, like she doesn't understand it because she was saying that, like she came from the wave of feminism, which was like you don't need to show your body. Right. Anything, yeah, blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. So it was that whole like. Um, intergenerational like like feminist politics discussion being had and then she sort of explained actually no like it's all her decisions and she's like reclaiming her right to like you know do what she wants with her own body and all of those things and she's like oh really interesting and so like maybe i should like be doing some stripping and but but what else could i do instead oh god and then it basically she doesn't want to do that because she's that's just not for her yeah but what she does do is um she performs a song
1: Oh my god! What what song?
0: And one thing that I one thing that I love in films oh my god. is when a character um, performs a song that that's like a metaphor yes. for like an emotional breakthrough. Their, uh, their journey. Yes, yes. Yeah. it's like the hashtag yeah, yeah, journey. Yeah. And she performs. Oh my god! Come to my window by Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> <laughs> I which, cannot wait for that. Which is one of the best and only songs. <laughs>
1: It's one of the top songs.
0: Of yes. Songs.
1: Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. It was such a Very good. Much it certain. was such a good choice. Oh, Okay. Good. It yeah. was such a
0: good choice, and that was like a real highlight. Okay. Great. wow. Well, for me. Can't wait. Yes. and um, So you must. You must. You must watch that. Um. So how <laughs> how are you finding Killing Eve? Because I'm only on EP one. Yeah. So
1: uh Killing Eve. Um. Been munching it down. Um. I. I watched ep one and was like okay yeah yeah back into it like because i I sort of like i haven't i mean watched it ages ago the first season and it's quite like a different sort of feel for a program i feel like it's got quite a unique yes like candor yeah and um yeah when mike back into it i was like yeah yeah love it like really good um yeah i mean i'm enjoying it i don't think it's as good as the first season i think a lot of people have been saying that um i still very much enjoy it still think it's got some great like um, queer overtones, undertones, and every which way tones. Mm. Which actually, a bit disappointingly, Sandra O oh, like, said in an interview, um, like, oh, you're just reading that, like, it's not actually there. And it's like... What? Yeah, and it's very disappointing, actually, that she said it. Really? And it's a bit like, mm, can we not maybe say that? And also, like, who cares if people are reading it or not reading it or whatever? Like, it's fine. Like, don't... It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, a bit of a weird one. I don't
0: see how that couldn't be read. And
1: also... Uh, like, Villanelle, in, like, the books and in, like, the first season, is out outwardly, like, queer, has had girlfriends, etc. Like, we know that. Yeah. Like, she is a
0: queer person. Yeah. So it's like, why say that it's just being read? Like, it's literally in the literature. But also, in the first episode, when she's in the hospital, and the boy's mm. like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to go and see my girlfriend yeah, yeah, in London. Yeah. No, so I know. No, I know. So it's a very weird
1: comment which i'm not entirely sure where it came from bit left field and a bit weird but it's definitely incredibly queer i mean can we pretend not pretend it is anything else i, um, I mean the
0: memes speak for themselves exactly the memes don't do they? speak for themselves the memes don't lie yeah the,
1: <laughs> the memes do not lie I uh, yeah i'm enjoying it it's a good time um but um i think it's already been like commissioned again for a third season right i'm not sure if that's the best idea i hope they don't eke it out too much because I don't like when uh, a good thing is gets spoiled by just being stretched. Um, but no, it's enjoyable. It's a good time. I don't know. I'm not gonna say like anything because you know people are still watching it. You haven't watched it, but uh, yeah, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the sort of um, displays of psychopathy and um, queerness. So yeah. I'm, I, I like it. Yeah, it's a good time. But aside from uh, watching Killing Eve and trying to consume all of the television, um, I actually have a small confession to make. I'm afraid. What? I went to the cinema. <laughs> you didn't see Booksmart? Did. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Izzy and Adam were going and they invited me like sort of- I told someone at work I, I'm not going oh, with them. Well I, well, I already- I'm so sorry, Olivia. I'm so, we've broken up. We're broken
0: up. We're breaking up right now. It's the end of the romance. The full-bodied red is off the table <laughs> and it's been smashed on the ground. <sighs>
1: On Tuesday night, they were like, "We want to go see this. Will you come with me? Uh, would you want to come with, or whatever?"
0: And, and she said, "No, my loyalty is." To I, Olivia had already, I had already, I had already
1: said that we were going, but they were like, "We're going," and I was like, oh, if I don't, I'm just gonna go home and sit on my own." And I was like, "Olivia wouldn't want that for me," so mm-hmm. I'm afraid I went. But good news is, Olivia yeah. fucking loved it, and would totally go, again. Mm-hmm. go <laughs> again. Oh no, she's sad. She's hiding in her in her top, and I feel so guilty. And it's very unlike me to do that. So I'm sorry. How many cakes, can <laughs> I'm i going to make you 100 banoffee pies yeah. to say sorry for this.
0: I think, like, two is fine. Okay, two. Yeah, I'll make you two. Yeah, um, yeah no, I'm really sorry. But on but... different times so I can enjoy them different Yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, Like When I'm least expecting it.
1: Yeah, always when you least expect it. It's always when you least expect it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. But good news is, it's very, very good. Is I've, it? I can vet it. it I... I absolutely loved it like i initially it's I i worried i was worried it wasn't gonna be like as funny as i sort of wanted it to be yeah but you wouldn't love like, it because it's high school well yeah it's high school so i'm gonna love it anyway yeah. but i was worried it's gonna be like a bit too like i don't know like a bit too will Ferrelly. Ew. if that makes sense who i hate so yeah right i was like mm, a bit worried about that element of it but
0: actually but, he he did um i think he was the exact producer on dead to me right okay which was yeah. very like not his yeah s- yeah style. Well,
1: he has different things but yeah. mainly like the things that he's in i'm yes. not a fan of yes. at all um but yeah i uh went in like you know low expectations as i do with everything and um it was, initially i was like oh oh am i gonna oh am i gonna like this but very quickly I found myself laughing my head off like really proper laughing out loud in the cinema which is i think a good sign always and loved it loads it's just an absolute fun ride it's absolutely ludicrous in parts but that's really fucking fun and it's just really good really good like female um characters great queer character without any like questions asked really good amazing soundtrack again loads of good soundtracks about you can listen to that as well on spotify and i will happily 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 watch it again so we'll go and watch it promise i promise
0: um speaking of high school did you see that tegan and sarah are releasing a memoir later this year yes called high school called high school yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so it it is described as a transcendent story of first loves and first songs it tangles itself up in the parallel and discordant memories of two sisters growing up down the hall from one another this is the origin story of tegan and sarah oh my god obviously i'm gonna have that on like pre-order
1: yeah absolutely you know they have done like a um playlist well. Speaking of Spotify, yeah. our new sponsor, but not know, sponsor, they got a playlist of like songs to sort of tease you into that, which is, I haven't listened to it yet, yeah. but I had a quick
0: scroll of it. I was like, oh, that looks great. I need to listen to that. And I'm, I'm also always fascinated by twins. So I'll enjoy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's like th- that, that, whole idea of like having someone who, you know, identical twins. Yeah. It's like someone who is like you, you but, but not, not you. you. Huh. Yeah. Yeah it's crazy it's, it's and also like every time I've seen them they always seem to be beefing with each other over something oh, in no. a way that I feel like only twins or, or sisters at least can kind of sustain right. without like the band breaking yeah. up yeah yeah and it's just so interesting to me like yeah. that they can just like coexist in this way and have this whole like creative partnership for decades and decades but actually like be like really fucked off with each other a lot of the time <laughs> um but you, but <laughs> you like, see it with twins but like that's the thing that you can only have with like your, fam- your family, yeah. like if it yeah. were anyone else, you just wouldn't do it. Yeah,
1: I, mean, um, I imagine it's the same for jedwood
0: Yes, <laughs> completely the same <laughs> for Jed Absolutely. Well, who are all the fa- oh the cheeky girls? Cheeky girls. Yes. Anyone else? Um, mm, other famous
1: twins, twin, twin twinsters. Not really that I can think of. I went to the prom with a twin.
0: You're right. An identical twin. I, you meant- I went to a prom with my I've twin. spoken about this before. You actually. have. Yeah. You have. Yeah. God, get another story, Olivia. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> do some new things in your life to I talk know, about please i know i know
0: <laughs> but speaking of um, gay netflix have you heard about prism no so yeah so awesome. i I've, I've heard about it but i don't really know what it is so i was hoping that you would be able to like Oh, i'm so sorry help me <laughs> cuz i keep trying to like it it it's got an instagram um it's got an inter- instagram okay yeah and i think it's like basically a space that pulls together lgbtq+ programmes and like I think they launched it for Pride Month. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry, I have heard of this. I saw all the Queer Eye Boys do like a thing about it. Yeah, yeah. But I so, wasn't I didn't really take it in as to what was happening.
0: Yeah, so it says that it's a collection of Netflix originals and licensed content that celebrates queer characters' voices and stories. The campaign functions similarly to the Netflix's homepage. And it's dictated by the services algorithm and features specific sections for like popular on Netflix trending now and stuff like oh, okay. that. Um, yeah, and apparently, according to them, the the website the netflix originals featured 88 regular and recurring queer characters in the past year which is 13 more queer characters than in all primetime shows combined Wow! so you know netflix have done some problematic things in the past they but have, also but they're, they're really at the forefront of doing bringing good, us that some content good work. Yeah. yeah um so wow. yeah really interesting and a couple yeah. of a couple of um those like key characters like you say like the queer eye boys and um i think oh, that one from stranger things barb um... <laughs> And <laughs> and a few other like main ones mm-hmm. have all done like little like mini films uh, for yeah, the to, Instagram and to, things yeah, to promote it. Yeah, to
1: promote it. But I don't. Okay, know. cool. Right. So, but what actually is it? How do you access it? I don't know
0: because it's not coming up on my um, Netflix. Well, then they don't know their audience. Do, do, do they need to like scan my lesbian face <laughs> to be like, and then I get? I just need you to in, granted put, access. Put, put your hands up to the camera. Yes. And they're like, <laughs> and then they <laughs> scan do, 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 them and do, do, they go, gay yeah, 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 gay hands, gay hands. Here's prism, here's prism. <laughs> and to the prism oh my god i would love what, what an exclusive format scan your gay hand
1: if and when we have our own queer logging nightclub <laughs> that is how you will get in yes so get your gay hands ready everybody free you're to gonna all, need them
0: free to all those with queer hands <laughs> um yes and speaking of the queer eye boys did you hear about jonathan van ness coming out as non-binary this yes, week yes, i
1: did yeah yeah no great good i'm really pleased that he has been uh able to come out and and you know say that and, like, come to that point in his life and realise that that is actually how he identifies. I'm still using he because he hasn't said that he wants to change his pronouns at all yet. Yeah. And if he, if he does, then, you know, then obviously we will honour that when he does. Um, Yes, I just think it is really nice that he feels enough support, etc., to be able to uh, fully identify as non-binary, which is... A great thing.
0: Yes. And did you see um I think it might have also been on them that um Miss Cracker from um YouTube. Do you know about them? Miss Cracker? Yes. No, sorry. Oh, Miss Miss Cracker is um a drag queen. Mm. Um sorry. Anyway, on on the YouTube channel, the them YouTube channel, they um did this like they did like a makeover of, of Anthony. Right,
1: I have seen a little bit of that, yes.
0: Yes. Some pics. And apparently it was, like, this real, like, amazing experience for him because that's, like, a side of himself that he's, like, always been afraid to explore but has always, like, wanted to but never never did it before. And, oh, my God, did you see the end picture? Yes, I did. Stun. Stunning. I mean, how could it not be? Because... gorgeous, His face gorgeous is like 1,000 yeah. James Dean angels. Yeah. Like. Did you also hear on the subject of TV and Netflix that there's going to be a second season of Russian Doll, also another ah, great I program? I did
1: see that, yeah. I haven't actually watched Russian Doll yet. Oh, it's I know, I know, it's on my list, my massive, huge, fucking huge list I yeah. can't get through. Um, yes, no, but second series, great. I mean, everyone said good things that I know we've seen it, so,
0: um, yeah, cool, good. Yeah, I thought it existed really well, just like, on its own mm. on that one series but I, I i would like to see more but i thought it ended so well okay so interesting. I see i going not really No. and also apparently the l word generation q <laughs> which is just so funny announces um two new characters and it also features um the new series also features bet and tina's grown-up baby angelica yes. who was a teenager yeah in that'll this, be interesting yeah but i read this like hilarious hilarious article about it on Autostraddle which listed all of the ways that Bette and Tina were horrendous parents <laughs> and like how fucked up Angelica gonna should actually be if they're being true to what has happened in the past um <laughs> But well anyway. we'll wait and see won't we yes we will god that is edging ever closer are we gonna need to get our loins i know all i want to get is a little bit closer to generation <laughs> q if y'all would um definitely absolutely oh yes and um also as we've mentioned previously coming soon is the last season of transparent i think yeah. it comes next month i believe oh, god yeah and um i've seen the trailer for it where it's like <gasps> i haven't Oh, really? Oh. Well, you know that they're like making her yes. dead, right? Yeah. 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 So it's the only way. It is the only way. Um, and they've also done a Pride Month playlist in honour of their musical finale. So again, again you can listen to that. everybody,
1: so many playlists to get through. And while you're at it, don't forget ours.
0: Yes, don't forget ours. <laughs> that is the most important and best one. And um, also Frozen 2 trailer. <laughs> can I interest you in a Frozen 2 trailer? Speaking of lesbians, <laughs> do you not think? Uh, I've not seen it, no. Oh, okay. um, but uh
1: great, yes, it's good. very queer. Well, I've heard I know that there's these the, the talk of the uh, having um a, a gay princess a, a, la- a gay princess. yeah, yeah, so yeah, great do you, is, do you think it's gonna happen? Is it there in the trailer? Do I don't do think bl- it's
0: gonna happen like Hundi p No, but you can sense it, but I can I think they'll maybe like lewd we can we can live with a for now, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it would just be nice. It would be nice. It but... would just be nice. Um, but I guess like for them, it would be because it's not even as though it's like a lesser known Disney. It's like doing that on the most famous Disney that has been in like over a decade. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. And that doesn't mean that they shouldn't do it. But I imagine like all the like knocking knees in the Disney headquarters God, about yeah. about doing that. That's so freaking out. It would be like so peak if they actually did it. Oh my God. Yeah, I definitely. would love. It'd I'd have to take so a day good. off work just to be like just to. <laughs> um, I would. <laughs> You know? Um, I keep thinking that, like, I just want to take a day off just to, like, have some feelings and watch telly. Oh,
1: my God. Same. Especially at the moment, like, as we were saying, there's so much content. Mm. I feel like, oh, I just need some, like, time to consume all of this and then think about it. I know. And just do some, like, absolute lying down and just you know yeah
0: i enjoy watch it. i watch some bits on on the train which is oh, quite yeah. good but what i hate about the tube is that it's basically just dead time yeah you can't do anything unless i like pre-download podcasts. be prepared i don't want to live my life like that
1: <sighs> she doesn't want to live her life like that she doesn't want to have to oh actually think in in this realm i <laughs> yesterday came across like needing to have had to have downloaded something because i used up all my data which is absolutely like batshit because i get 30 gigs so i don't know what the fuck's been happening yeah what have you but been doing I, basically because i got 30 gig I, and sometimes my internet's not the best at home i've got really reliant on just like not putting my wi-fi on there therefore right. just being an idiot and like watching telly on it and stuff which yeah. is stupid so and i've learned the hard way because yesterday i left work and i was like did to do and i was like listening to the end of a podcast i had like four minutes left of it listen to it i was like yeah great and then it like Stopped And I'd already queued up like another one. I was like, why is nothing playing? Then I looked and I was like, oh my God, because I used up all my fucking data. Couldn't listen to anything. had to walk home listening to nothing. That's horrendous. Imagine.
0: Yeah. Disgusting. It is disgusting. I don't want to listen
1: to fucking the Mancunian way.
0: (laughs) 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 The sound (laughs) of the Mancunian way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I also don't want to live my life having had to uh, download things. But, um, you know, it did make me think. Maybe I should be doing that more and just being more prepared. Yeah. Other <laughs> than our podcast, have you listened to any good ones recently? No. <laughs> just my usuals. Nothing specifically interesting. Just been listening to my my Jordan Jesse Goes. My, my, my favourite murders. You yes. know, nothing, nothing, nothing particularly great. Yeah, but it's been a nice time. Okay. Yeah, and I've listened to us. Few, I actually did Actually, did dabble in a bit of our old, our back catalogue. Stop, did you? Yeah, just for like a little um, te- like teaser to myself of, yes. m- of me, of yes. you. Um, I had a little, uh, I was just like, imagine, cause basically I had a look at our downloads Um, the other day and was like, oh, some people listening to like EP7 or whatever. Yeah, and people and still was, listen to EP7 yeah, loads. I know. And I was like, imagine doing that. So I was like, well,
0: <laughs> I, I can. can so yes. I did, but I just
1: went into, I think it was EP7
0: or something and I was like, God. I was like, well. Do you, we're doing well have you, have you noticed has, has our style changed in any way do you think we're just
1: more confident we just know what we're doing okay well
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not to say whether or not it's good it's yeah. just that we're, we're doing it <laughs> yeah exactly that yeah no okay what about you have you listened to any pod potties? I listened to a good one with the absolute drag queen superstar of season 11 nina west right yeah you know the one who Miss won Ingeniality. Miss Ingeniality. Yeah. yes she <laughs> remembers um yes and that was a live one from drag con and okay. it was um homophilia if you ever listened to that no heard yes. of it yeah that's a good one it's it's sort of a similar vibe to ours i think in that they describe it as they want to talk about like what people are loving and who they're loving. So it's like all about pop culture and things that they love, but then about like, they always say like, and now we're going to ask you some really intrusive questions about your dating life and, you know, like your (laughs) personal life and stuff. And they can end up getting, because people kind of know... What that is going in, they don't have any like guard up. Okay. In the yeah. same way, so they can actually get and because they've talked about like telly and books and just fun things for ages, they they end up getting out of them like some quite good okay bits of info. And they are both really funny, the guys that the guys that do it. So yeah, it was a live podcast event at DragCon with Nina West, and um, she's just amazing. Like she's raised like over two million dollars for wow. charity. She's doing so much stuff at the moment. Awesome yeah just like such such a hun such a great person that was a really good podcast and she sort of talks about her coming out story and talks about her most recent relationship and all the charity work that she's doing and um about drag race and yeah it was was a really good podcast i enjoyed listening to it oh but also for pride month instagram have updated their gender options so you don't have to just be just for a month yeah how nice of them (laughs) no forever but um yeah so you don't have to just be like a man i I don't know what it was before i have no was it was it just male female prefer not to say i have no idea no i don't know and it's also weird because why would you even need to put anything on instagram because it's not like you know like on facebook where it used i don't know if it does it anymore but like it knows what your pronouns are yeah it doesn't well, need that instagram doesn't need that uh, all, all
1: like all these things that really don't need to know your gender because gender's dead um they they just want it for stats oh
0: it's yeah it's
1: stats isn't it it's all, it's all about the stats. oh yeah did
0: you do that thing where you like look at all the things that you're meant to like according to what ads they serve yes. you
1: and some very odd things came up yeah very like not me things at all and yeah some very me things but, yeah yeah i found it very odd and i was like what? where are you getting
0: that from I know. Where's this
1: coming from? Yeah,
0: mine was like NATO, but also like acrylic nails. It was (laughs) weird.
1: I can't remember any of mine, but yeah. (laughs) So I think we can all agree in this room that uh, gender is dead, but uh, what don't we agree with? It's time for...
0: I don't agree with it.
1: So my I don't agree with it this week, Olivia, is um, on more of a serious note. I mean, I think there's just been a lot of shit going on that we need to talk about, and sometimes... You know it's we don't always not agree with something that's funny so this time i really don't agree with um all the chat around uh people's um quote unquote need for straight pride which has been yeah thank you that was the the, the correct response not going to spend a long time on it because we really don't really don't need to as we say but there has been a lot of the online chats, now that it's Pride Month, etc. of people um, coming out of their little wormholes to be like, oh, what about straight Pride? I mean, we've heard it all before. We've heard it a thousand times and we'll hear it for fucking ever, apparently. Um, but I just really, 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 really don't agree with it. I'm sure anyone listening to this feels the same. If you don't, you can fuck off. <laughs> <But
0: it's just laughs> and like, don't listen to us because I don't want you to. It's not even... Like, it's one thing to to be like oh about like straight pride because they're like homophobic idiots but also like it's not based on any kind of logic so like i think that even a lot of homophobic people would be like that's stupid yeah because it it just it's not it defies reason yeah not not only (laughs) is it is it is it intrinsically homophobic but it makes no sense
1: no it's just ridiculous um uh india moore from off of pose did a really good post about it um they have really great words to like say about basically everything yes but they very very well um they articulated very very well the uh the fact that there is you know no need for straight pride or even you know white pride etc because uh they're not you know let let me just give you a little read from their instagram post because uh they can say it a million times better than i ever could so they say celebrations rallies riots and history month are specifically created to resist systematically protected oppression promote social awareness intersectionality and restore a sense of confidence and pride around demographics that have been shamed ostracized systematically marginalized and oppressed white people are not oppressed straight people are not oppressed and having oppressive political values that are strongly fought against and refuted don't make you oppressed or eligible for a pride month either they go on to say loads of other great bits but i think that just perfectly sums it up It's completely unnecessary, you don't need it, piss off. Yes. (laughs) So Olivia, please tell me, what do you not agree with?
0: Oh, well, I could probably talk about this for a thousand hours and I did basically talk to you about it for a thousand hours today. But I absolutely don't agree with and will never agree with the incredibly disgustingly fatphobic, hate speech, rancid, rag article that was... The Telegraph's response to um, the plus-size mannequin in the Nike Oxford Street store.
1: Yes, 100%. We do not fucking agree with
0: it. And like, I can't even quote from it now. No way. Because I don't even want to say the words that they've said.
1: No, they don't need to be said ever, ever, out, ever. And I'm
0: sure that most of the people listening to this will know... Are aware. Will know what I'm referring to. But it's literally it was literally hate speech it is hate speech yeah and i can't believe that a paper like that that masquerades as you know being legitimate has allowed this to be written yeah well like, I, I kind of can agree, i kind of can believe it because i never liked the telegraph so and not only <laughs> i'm not, not only, surprised from them not only written but massively promoted on social media yeah, like hugely hugely like they've they've really pushed it yes it's disgusting yeah like are you just after any click in any form i think so because that's the message it's sending to me because also prior to this um sophie hagan did an interview with them about her new book right um and about fat, fat activism and they completely denigrated her words and used her photographs out of out of context because the um author was doing like an opinion piece and used those photographs to basically like like manipulate it to their you know point of view you only have to read it to see how horrendous it is and a lot of her fans made complaints about it it was so bad it was it was really really bad like i was reading it like are we in a dystopia like i don't actually understand this and both of those articles have come from the telegraph i don't believe it's by the same person which actually makes it worse because there are two people with horrendous opinions who are writing for the telegraph i think
1: there's a lot of people at the telegraph who have horrendous
0: opinions it's an absolute shit rag i just it made me it made me so sad it made me so angry it made me so offended and it's weird because I, I feel like we're living in such a polarised society because I... So, for example, like, on my Instagram, yeah. I only follow good shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah. Like,
0: and I make it into... Yeah,
1: you create your... um your The,
0: the stream of yeah, the world you want. And I don't really suffer from, you know, like... You know like how, how teenage girls report, you know, feeling rubbish when they're on social media because, you know, of all these various things yeah. that they follow and the pressures and whatnot. But, like, I have a very specifically curated yeah. Instagram for, for yeah. that for that reason yeah and so I think that when I have that on my social media and when I have my friends in real life I sort of believe and even and even we I think you know have progressed in our opinions and attitudes on various things over yeah, over culturally. the over the years like definitely but when you see just how far on the other end people's opinions can be and actually like this is the world and this is like mainstream culture consume and the, the worst part is is who who the the people who are going to be reading those yes. articles because they're going to the people that need to be educated on these issues yeah, I but know. instead, And it's like the
1: the hundreds of thousands of people who will read it and just sort of read it as another just piece that they're reading, but it will completely like infiltrate into their consciousness. And they're not like actively going to be like, oh yeah that's exactly what I think or whatever but they, it's there anyway and they, it's and there, there and anyway and it's into their, yes. their belief system not that people whereas actually they need to but, and they could so easily read something the other which has the, a positive you know look on you know that the mannequin etc and they would similarly that would filter into their th- belief systems but instead they're being fed this absolute vitriol so yeah it's yeah disgusting. not not
0: that people need any more um, fat phobic diatribe like shoved into them no, because it's everywhere. that is like our whole society yeah. and our whole world basically yeah. And that's why pieces like this shouldn't be written, ever. It's disgusting. Yeah, so I absolutely don't agree with that. I don't agree that... I don't agree that those words should have ever been put in print. I
1: am 100% the same.
0: Yeah, I'm just... I'm not... As I've said, like I'm not going to quote from it because I just can't bear to. But if you do want to find out more about it, just type in Nike Mannequin Telegraph and it will tell you everything you need to know. But also
1: don't because don't give them any fucking... no but you can go on response yeah, articles. you can
0: which will let you know what what was said yeah yeah so I wanted to explain about last week's podcast as we mentioned we recorded that really quickly after the previous one so we actually recorded it before the story came out about the two lesbian women who were attacked on the on the double decker yes. bus in London so I feel like we did post about it on our social yeah. media. I do feel like it's something that we need to and would want to be discussing on um on the podcast itself. And yeah. I was just I was just heartbroken yeah. when I when I was reading that story. I think that's the right word, isn't it? Um, for anyone who doesn't know, um
1: a story has come out that last month, two women were attacked on a London bus. Um, they were returning home from an evening out. So there was a group of young men sort of sat behind them on the bus. Um, and they started demanding that they sort of noticed that these two women were a couple. And they sort of dem- started demanding that they kiss for them and started making crude sexual gestures at them, etc. When the women refused, they uh, eventually uh, beat them up um, and robbed them. Um, and then like ran off the bus and left these two women um in a very bad way like you said it's utterly heartbreaking and just scary that this is happening in um our country in in in, in our world like in, yeah. in at this time and that actually the um the group of I think a group of the group of men have been arrested now but they were between 15 and 18 years old oh. which is just horrifying yeah um so they, they were boys they yeah. were kids and they felt that this was the right way to act and it's just um horrific and we really hope that the uh couple are you know uh feeling supported by there's been a huge outpouring of support for them mm. and i really hope that they are feeling buoyed by that and um you know able to
0: recover from this traumatic event i know and like i know that you i know that it's problematic to kind of look at situations that you identify with on a, on a personal level and like feel more because mm. you know that's not exactly the way that we should be approaching problems that we have in yeah. our society but at the same time I couldn't help but see that picture and just be like that is me and every girlfriend I've ever had oh, on, on a bus in London yeah no
1: I know I, I yeah th- th- there's there's I see what you're saying about like oh you know empathising with it more because it's you but you, you just are going to yeah. because you can, you can see it um It is... um, They look like uh, our friends. They look like our friends. They're about our age. Um, They uh it it just reminded me of all the times that I have felt scared when I've been out with a partner and when I have felt like um people are looking and felt slightly threatened oh I'm not gonna give you a kiss I'm not gonna hold your hand here oh we've had things said at us in the street blah 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 it's happened to every couple like LGBT plus couple I know like and it's reminded me
0: it's reminded me of the times that I have got the late buses in London with a partner and it's been completely fine because it's made me think god what are the chances it's just on a on a flip of a dime that basically you know you get on one bus buses come every you know 20 seconds in London so it's like what were the chances that if me and whoever I was with got on a bus five minutes later yeah. that we could have been in that position yeah. and you know you just you just don't know and I think that in London you know especially in certain areas you can go out and feel like it's a really inclusive safe space and then something like this happens and you're reminded you know actually that level of comfort just isn't true
1: yeah um that unfortunately it's not as Maybe things aren't progressing as much as we hoped or wished they were. I think also uh, since this attack, there was also another homophobic attack in, I think it was Southampton, one of the cities on the coast. Uh, there was um, uh, some people who were involved in like a, um, a, a play about pride or a play about. Yeah, uh, and they like threw that. rocks at And the, they got, yeah, like yeah. some rocks thrown at them and stuff. And it was definitely another homophobic attack, and it's um, just horrifying yeah. that these things are happening with regularity. And uh, it's just a stark reminder
0: that there is still so much to be done and the journalist um, Sophie Wilkinson did some uh, made some really great points about this so when it first came out I believe I I first saw it on the Metro yeah um, I think they were the ones who broke it who broke it and they described them as a gay couple and I know that um, Sophie Wilkinson has talked about this a lot in the past and other things that she's written about her making a conscious effort to use the term lesbian when talking about herself like obviously like being defined in a way that that is basically like what 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 a lesbian means in the dictionary is what she's saying she is um and she's saying that like too often people conflate especially in the media but also us I mean we were doing it earlier on in the podcast like identifying ourselves as gay women rather than lesbian women and she says that that's a very important distinction to make because to define it by using the word lesbian it there's like a whole other layer to the to the attack because there's that whole notion because you know a lot of people saying well it doesn't matter because gay men can get attacked on buses and they can be the victim of you know vicious attacks and that's absolutely true but at the same time she's saying that you need to recognize this other very very sort of important undercurrent here that these attacks are happening because we live in this sort of porn culture where these young men were expecting that these were wo- that these women would um kiss or engage in some kind of sexual activity for their pleasure and for their view and it's that performative sexuality side of it that is another layer to this oh, issue
1: absolutely there's there's a huge
0: issue around and I think that that gets ignored and I, uh, yeah. I agree with what she's yeah, saying yeah yeah
1: yeah no that the, the the attack is twofold it is a homophobic but it is uh, moreover it's these are these are women and therefore our pleasure and therefore like this is why they should have been performing in this way for us and that is like it's as misogynistic
0: as it is Homophobic, homophobic yeah so i think mass, that's a, that, definitely yeah it's an important it's an important um thing to mention so yeah well done to her for explaining it definitely, more eloquently yeah. than me but yeah you can go and look at those tweets on her twitter so also in the news this week um trans activist munro Bergdorf has um been absolutely everywhere this week because Um, the relationship that she had formed with Childline as their LGBTQ plus ambassador was um, severed Mm. this week. And it was severed under quite strange circumstances. People were making certain accusations about her and calling her a porn model and that, you know, this was inappropriate to have this person as um, the face of a children's charity so, they um, severed the relationship but have since um, apologised over the decision to um, cut ties and said that they want to acknowledge, first and foremost, that they shouldn't have cut ties with Munro Bergdoff in the way that they did and that they should have been more thoughtful and caring about how they managed the relationship with her at the outset, as they were the ones who'd reached out to her and brought her into the Childline family in the first place. And Bergdoff said that she appreciated the formal apology. And that it was definitely not perfect. I can't tell you the emotional distress this has brought to my door, but I just want to move on from this whole ordeal. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just not good enough really from them. They essentially bowed to pressure from uh, like turf groups who systematically took to social media and like attacked the NSPCC for their... um, appointment of monroe and they did that with lies slander and um they they cracked and they they took that as like fact as opposed to the fact that they already had decided this is somebody who we want as an amb- ambassador they must have known all about her work etc and you know felt that she was a good ambassador but they completely cracked under the pressure of yeah these horrible hate groups
0: and the reason that they've given is that there wasn't enough of a process for her appointment so they're they're blaming it on that and saying that because there wasn't like a sufficient process that allowed her to be hired mm. that they are severing ties but obviously that's not it's the reason because if you're bullshit. happy with the result at the end then you just keep yeah, the yeah exactly you no it's it's just cover up bullshit like
1: it's very very disappointing that this is happening um and that uh they so quick so so very quickly um, they didn't. They didn't see all of this, you know, um, fake criticism and think, right? We need to think about this. Let's have a think and like decide what to do. I think it was like within forty eight hours of appointing her, they were like, oh, actually no, we're not, because they had all this, like, abuse, like, sent to them about her, and then decided that was the truth. Um, I saw a very interesting um, tweet thread which I'll try and find and put in the um, show notes, which did a really good job of breaking down how these uh, like turf groups work on Twitter and how they like create all these like accounts and things that sound like actual names of organizations yeah. but are completely unsupported organizations that aren't real things and it just they just use that as like a net network of uh people who will like then
0: just and also saying things that like donations were de- decreasing exactly when obviously yeah. none of them work there no. so how would they yeah. even know
1: all of this all these lies and it's just incredibly incredibly sad and <laughs> just it's just sad to see
0: it Mon- Monroe Bergdorf has been treated so badly by so many yes. different organisations over like a matter of two years yeah. you only need to read like I can link um, the Guardian article which is about the NSPCC apology which details all of the different relationships that have broken down with, with brands over the past couple of years and the reasons why and it's just ridiculous it is ridiculous that it keeps happening
1: and that no one is a uh... Oh, I like, I don't know how to I don't know how to put it into words but
0: it's incredibly disappointing. Also it's important to highlight that it's now been 3 years since the mass shooting at the Pulse nightclub in Florida. Yeah. And there's actually a call um to Florida lawmakers who want to make the nightclub site a national memorial. Right. Um which I think might be a good thing to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean a lot of
1: people lost their lives that night a horrendous tragic event
0: and a memorial would be a, a fitting way to honor those people and i was also reading that basically what this means is that if it becomes a nationally recognized memorial it would then be eligible to get federal and private funding right so that means that they could put that into um construction or just keeping historic landmarks um alive and also at a time when a lot of those um, places have been or are being destroyed so i think it's um, now more than ever quite an important thing to be doing and um and memorializing so hopefully that happens
1: yeah absolutely the memorial and protection of queer spaces should definitely be paramount so that sounds like a good move hopefully that will happen In other uh, good queer news, now moving on to a bit of more light, Botswana has ruled in favour of decriminalising homosexuality, um, which is an absolute landmark decision uh, in the country. So it is um, great to see that happen. It's Similarly, in Ecuador, I think just today, they um, uh, have legalised same-sex marriage so there have been quite a few um countries recently obviously we've touched on them in the podcast that are moving towards a more um liberal and uh positive outlook towards homosexuality so it's good to see and we love to see it and we want to see more and more of it and we hope
0: that other
1: countries will follow suit
0: we do i just love when i get like on to on the rare times that i go to facebook yeah and then pink news just pops up being like it's been decriminalised in this country yeah. and it's just like oh, yes what like, a wave of like oh. and I honestly feel like it is a, just a real port in a storm at the moment because yeah. there's just so much um bad stuff going on that yeah. um, these these things really really mean a lot that despite you know what's going on in the west really with a lot of like western previously progressive attitudes going backwards yeah the um elsewhere um progressiveness is being embraced
1: absolutely we love to see it and speaking of things that we love to see what about things that we love to hear that
0: was a stunning link (laughs) can i just congratulate you on that link i'm learning every day it gets better it gets better what is your track of the
1: week please olivia let me know what have you been listening to
0: well my track of the week this week has to be um well well, we actually had this artist before a very highly featured artist on the podcast so love a featured artist it's not only a featured artist but it's a featured and beloved artist doing a cover of a featured and beloved artist (laughs) i know what this is going to be yes so it's (laughs) a baby girl's version of praying by kesha (sighs) yes that she released for pride mum
1: yeah and
0: it's stunning it is
1: stunning love Kesha, love Sir Baby Girl, and what a great crossover. I
0: know. When two icons collide. And they've been doing like, they've been doing so much um, like Instagram Kesha storying, yes. which I've been enjoying so much because Sir Baby Girl and Kesha are just like in one place like my brain exploded <laughs> and it was too nice. You know when in, something's like too nice. Imagine
1: a Kesha tour with Sir Baby Girl um, sporting, supporting. I know. We would lose
0: our minds I and know. I feel like that,
1: I feel like we're not that far away from that. And
0: imagine if they sung praying together, <laughs>
1: please. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be praying for it to never end. Um, what about you? My uh, track of the week this week comes from a new band I've discovered called. Partner. They are two lesbians who are in a band um, and their sort of tagline um, on all their things is we're gay but not for each other <laughs> which I really like and um, they just do like some great sort of slightly pop punky a bit poppy but some of pop punk edge which we love Yes um, songs and they have a great song called Play the Field which is um just about like being a lesbian and like how that is for them and it's really fucking great and they're coming to Manchester later in the year and I think we should go Okay So um, absolutely listen to it I think you'll like it loads Oh I will um, and it's guaranteed it's it's... written in the
0: stars (laughs) the rest is still unwritten and that's
1: us going to see them so uh yeah they're loads of fun i'll put them on the playlist and i think you'll all love it
0: so the rest is still unwritten but there are some things that have been written and cannot be denied and that is our love for one particular woman one particular (laughs) music mogul it's time for celine Celine watch Watch. Just absolutely caught my fingers on the edge of my laptop then. I was like, ah, oh, you must persevere I, I, for Celine yeah, I thought it was quite a high-pitched Celine watch. So you we were in a bit, of, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a, a choral Celine watch. Um, Yes, so what, what she up has to? Celine be up, been up to this week? Well, the thing is, it's nothing that we didn't already suspect, mm. but it has been confirmed. So the news has been confirmed that um, Celine Dion did do her last possibly ever wow las vegas show at her um 16 year las vegas residency and i'm sorry is that actually true she's been there for 16 years yes what yes and she <laughs> like
1: why did she stop in this the year when we began Celine watch it's like she knew it's like she's just trolling us yeah
0: um That's yes Celine. i don't know but um she ended it with fireworks and parties till 3am i mean she is such a party girl. I'm just so pleased to hear she was out till three a.m. And there's like many hilarious pictures of her, yeah. like really turning in up clubs. in the clubs, um which is amazing. And I, all I want is for her to be like living her best life and celebrating Same. her achievements because 16 years at Las Vegas ain't nothing to be sniffed at. That you know what I'm saying? Amazing!
1: What an achievement! What an absolutely stunning hun And oh, do you,
0: can you imagine us partying till three a.m. with Celine? I know. What do you think? Where where would we go? I don't know where you can go in Las Vegas. The Mirage Hotel. <laughs> what, what, what is there? I mean, there are loads of... I meant, like, where would you take her? Here. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I thought you just meant, like, how many, like, shrimp buffets will we go to with Celine? we we'll loads of shrimp buffets.
1: <laughs> and actually, now now talking about it, I feel like if we were going to party with Celine, I feel like I would want us to party with Celine on a boat. I don't know why. Because
0: of the, the thing on the James Probably. Yeah. I just feel like
1: she's a woman who would be great on a boat.
0: Yeah, yeah. And a boat party
1: feels right. To she me. works
0: on a yacht. Exactly. She does. Yeah. But also if she came to Manchester, I'd yeah. probably have to at least rent a karaoke booth. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah. Go go K-pop or whatever it's called. And I
0: would want to duet It's All Coming Back to Me Now.
1: <sighs> can we triplet it? triplet it? I mean if we can't, I'll just dance around you.
0: Yeah. I mean, we can just take it in turns or just let her perform it to us. Oh, Imagine. I know. Imagine. And um, yes, yeah, so that's what she's doing. She's living her best life. Maybe she'll have a little rest. But oh. who knows what she's got up her sleeve. I mean, she just made a film. so yeah, you, you do know, you, hon. She can do anything.
1: So as we look into the future, to our next week, Olivia, what is your goal? What do you want to achieve? Let me know. Well... Push you to it.
0: <laughs> I um due to various circumstances that i obviously spoke about a couple of weeks ago with life things um things have been thrown out of whack and one of the things that i needed to do was write a speech
1: oh what's this for
0: my friend's wedding my best friend's wedding yeah
1: shit yes when is that, is
0: that like next weekend so Isn't it the
1: weekend of when this podcast comes out, Carrie,
0: if you're listening to this, <laughs> promise the speech is ready. This podcast was pre-recorded <laughs> twenty months ago <laughs> when I wrote the speech in good time. Um, yeah, it's 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 very unlike me. It is
1: unlike you, but I think of what I know of speeches and stuff, the best ones are the ones that are written right by the end.
0: Yes, like a, a lot of people at work. Like my friend at work was like, "Oh, I wrote my brother's like the morning of on my laptop," and I was just like. That will never be me because I'll never be that last minute. But I need to basically like dedicate a lot of the weekend to doing that, and I think that I can like yeah get it done. I mean, it's not as though I haven't been thinking about it. Like I've been ruminating yeah,
1: definitely have this, I've been ruminating
0: you? on ideas, but I don't know. Like it could just be anything. So I've just okay. been I need to condense down the different things that I think that I could do. But I think it'll be fine. But um, I it is something that I need to do. Okay, yeah, and well. I'm sure you will. I need to do it well, so yeah, yeah. You will. You will. You will. You. You're. You're a woman of a speech. I feel it. Do you feel? I do. I feel like a woman who could deliver a speech, but writing one is another is another discipline. I, think, um, I believe in you. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Um. <laughs> what's What's your goal?
1: My goal is taking it back to my absolute shame at the top of this episode. My goal is to take you to the cinema to see Booksmart. <laughs> i'll pay because i feel bad <laughs> no, i'll get, get you a snack box
0: <laughs> oh right well all's forgiven <laughs> yeah great get you some smarties and a, yeah. and a fruit shoot i quite like well i like it when it's the magic stars the best okay well that's what you get. or that little malteser chocolate bar i like whatever you bloody want anything for you oh my god yeah, i'm very lucky yeah. well you are um right and before we go we'll just we want to do our usual socials shout out and can we just Woo! flipping say sec- can we can we have a moment to say so every week pretty much we mention um the ways that you can get in touch with us and mostly people get in touch with us on instagram yes
1: line into the dm yeah that
0: is like our main bit and as you know we absolutely love hearing from you and chatting with you um that's just our favorite bit about doing the podcast we love it but we're not the best at checking our email. We are. We need to checking the emails. Mm. Um, yeah, and we we give people we give people this email for like a, in an official, an official capacity. capacity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but all of our planning and things that we do together are mainly like on our private emails, aren't they? But um, yeah, we got by telegram. Yes, we got an email from a listener. <sighs> ding, ding, ding the podcast we've had like a couple of like short things yeah. in the past but this yeah but but this one is just great it's so great and it truly deserves its own little segment yeah which is what it's getting right so now shall i read it out yeah go for it okay so this is from michelle and it was titled looking forward to the big queer longing comeback obviously this was when we were off so she says hey huns which by the way the perfect intro yeah so glad that she said hey huns and hi hun So I hope you've been having a good break and that everything was okay. I was a bit alarmed to see you suddenly disappear since you've been producing episodes so regularly since you began, but look forward to seeing you again soon. I came across the podcast thanks to the Guardian podcast email and I'm listening in Geneva Whee, hello Geneva I'm a bit of a transplant here a French speaker but not in my home country and also quite old capitalized quite old she's very funny which is brilliant so it's excellent to listen to an intelligent and fun podcast from here on all things anglophone pop culture I feel all caught up now Anyway, my real reason for getting in touch was to show you The Attached, which I spotted a few weeks ago on a trip to Fernie Voltaire, a town just over the border where many Geneva residents shop because its Saturday market is great and cheaper than shopping in Switzerland.
1: Top travel tip. Thank you.
0: It's a poster for a show that was apparently put on in early May and in the local community centre and seems to have been locally developed and performed. And it's called Celine Dion, The Story of a Life. I guess it makes sense in that they could easily cover her francophone repertoire, but it still struck me as slightly odd, but still wonderful. Look forward to hearing you back soon. Go well, Michelle. And then she has, um, attached the picture that she's taken of, um, Celine Dion, the history. And, um... (laughs) we'll have to put it up on Instagram but yeah. um, can I just say thank you so much um, Michelle for that lovely letter it was just so nice to read especially after we had been on a break to yeah. um, know that someone has been enjoying it definitely it, it was
1: in- incredibly heartwarming to see it in the inbox uh, eventually when we <laughs> check the emails um, and we're really pleased to hear from you and we would love to hear from anyone else about anything that you know makes you think about queer longing or just you know whatever you want to say to us please yeah. say it we we, it. we
0: usually get DMs and we love those but it was just something about having a like, a longer letter yeah that was just lovely yeah (laughs) it just felt lovely lovely so So thank
1: you so much Michelle thank you for listening Michelle
0: is hun of the week you are hun of the week So if you want to be Hun of the Week, like Michelle, then get in touch with us on the various platforms. Hopefully you know by now, but just in case you don't, we are at QueerLonging on Twitter, at QueerLonging on Instagram, and QueerLonging at gmail.com if you would like to send us an email. And that is it from us for this week. We are off on our steak date tomorrow, (laughs) and I shall be spending the weekend... um, don't know drowning in love quotes oh well, yeah absolutely get out your uh
1: get out your john done john done and done undone there you go there's your speech done
0: and we're done too and we'll be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next time Bye. Bye. rain can't and shouldn't happen like the big actual droplets of rain <laughs> in london <laughs> It should not be a thing that exists. You're okay with some drip, drip, drop little April showers? Yes. But you don't want fucking big globules. No, I had so many globules all over Soho and I did not (laughs) do it.